This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog Space The final frontier These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise Its continuing mission To explore strange new worlds To seek out new life and new civilizations To boldly go where no one has gone before telling you what the animal crossing story is so basically tom so Nook, wait here in studio we have mary Hall. no we okay, don't continue. i was gonna do this was the well I now want to give her permission to be you know if yeah but it's can't. fun when okay you're right no i i'm wrong and that's sometimes like okay no just start it. Start it over. One. Okay. No, no. I like it like this. I like it imperfect. I like us fighting. I like it. Um, to get us a hello. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Wait, look. This is my brother eating my nephew, my niece. Oh, no. Oh, my is she God. In danger? Help him. Oh, God. I know. Oh, she's so tiny. <laughs> she loves it. Oh, she? Yeah. she must be fresh. Like two days, oh not since the 13th. God. She's she fresh. She my fresh. God. I mean, she is the size she's, of a jelly bean. She really is. I know. And she, she is. She's doing Perfect that round head. newborn blink that's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like just figuring out what New- eyes are. <laughs> <laughs> Newborns are so I'm funny because they, they're like this and then suddenly their arm goes. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> they're like this and suddenly their eyes go. Yeah, it's just they really hate. They don't like. They don't understand what anything's for. It's like when you're. I bet you. Yeah, it's like when you're drunk. Um, That'd be so weird. I know. Those point. They're pointless. Is what if they didn't grow older and go to college, I wouldn't. (laughs) And I'm. I'm speaking as a dean's admission. A dean's admission. You were admitted (laughs) by the dean. No, I. I admit deans. You work in dean's admission. I work in Dean's admission okay. to a college, the Dean School. It's interesting. So, Mary Holland, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have you here today. You are on Veep. You are on many shows. You were on a show with Patrick Stewart. That's right. You are on in a movie with me. Um, you have a recent project that just came out, a sh- a sm- an independent film, I think, about arm wrestling. That's right. 
to talk about that project if you like. Amazing. Or if you don't want to, that's fine oh, I'd too. I'd love to. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that you could join us. I'm sorry it's for such a shitty episode. I wouldn't know. Well, if it, was it is. Shitty or not. <laughs> I thought you'd like the, you had a Guinan episode last, I right? did, yes. Um, the episode, oh, it was the, um, um, it was um, someone got pregnant by a ball of light. Oh, that's a Troy. Yeah, it's like the for the first one or second one or season two. Yeah, so it's been a yeah, while. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, but I, you know, I was, uh, I, I'm so curious to hear why it's <laughs> a shitty episode. <laughs> I had I fun was, with it, but but yeah, it's I fun. Hear your thoughts. It's fun. I would say it's fun to make fun of it. It's, but I would, it's frustrating to me because again, uh, this is a show, Star Trek, the next generation is a show in which they have these incredibly, um, intricate and sort of, uh, deeply philosophical concepts and premises that, that, that they then do not use to any, like they don't really explore. They just kind of throw it out there and then, Oh, the Ferengis come. So this episode, for instance, like all the, the premise of it is that three, four um, people are traveling to, we could do the cold open clip now because kind of explains what everybody was doing. You read it. Captain, Captain Picard and Sinro, Guinan and Keiko. O'Brien are regressed physiologically to the age of 12 by a transporter accident, but retain their adult memories, resulting in different reactions from each. When Rogue Frankie hijacked the Enterprise, this is the longest one I've ever read. The Enterprise, the young crew, crew members, along with Alexander Rojenko, lead the revolt. So Aww. do you want to just go ahead and play the cold open? Because it's interesting... Mary wouldn't know this because she's not a nerd, but um, it's an interestingly you. different, <laughs> like usually they have the same music accompanying the, the, a shot of the Enterprise in the cold open. And this time there's subtly different music because we're watching a shuttlecraft. I just thought that was really oh. weird and interesting. Which is like Captain a foreshadowing because it's like the small version. Ensign Rowe, Keiko O'Brien, Guinan and I are returning to the Enterprise after a fascinating visit to the planet Marlonia. <laughs> And then this is Picard, like, so excited. They're typical of second century Marlonian cookware. Look at those markings. so pumped. They're very similar to early Taguan designs, but the patterns are more intricate. I'll be that person. I'll be that Baronian than Taguan. You're on the most planet in the quadrant, and you spent your entire shore leave in a cave. It was a very rewarding experience. He doesn't get the shade at all. Yes. They're, they're very nearly in he perfect just loves condition. They're He's 700 so years old. Yeah. So is my father. Uh-huh. Is that a Dravidium fructus? Um, sure is. Actually, it's a Dravidium calamus. You can tell by the shape of the leaves. I didn't know you were interested in plant biology. I took a class at the academy. I don't remember very much. Is that a Garnier fructus? <laughs> this is the family. Go ahead, Enterprise. We've just received a distress signal from the Starfleet science team on LIGO-7. Can you identify the problem? No, sir. The call was cut okay. off in mid- Ah. Wow. Make it so. But there's nothing like um, Picard when he speaks for the first time and realizes, like when they first land in the <sighs> transporter. 
I really like this episode. I mean, you know what I like? That they're like, it's kids. I think it's cute. <laughs> well, too. they picked, the, it was cast so well. I mean, yeah, really awesome. love, like, what the first half of the episode is essentially just following the storylines of these five different characters dealing with the ramifications of being adults, like freaky Fridaying and being adults in kids' bodies and each of them kind of having their own reactions to it. One plot line is that Ensign Rowe had a traumatic childhood. PTS. Yeah. <laughs> and PTS. she, and she is. She was a refugee, right? Right. So she like didn't have a bed, yada, 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 you know, and Guinan kind of is annoying. Like uh, Guinan as a child is, is, I find to be the the worst written character because she's like, you got to play around. And she's like kind of extolling the virtues of being a child and having a sense of wonder and play, but in the worst, most annoying way. And in the most like nineties, eighties, like sitcom writing, I think. So that's, I feel like it really starts to deteriorate when they start jumping on the bed. Um, it, that <laughs> scene is such I got garbage. Excited. I got excited. <laughs> I got excited when that happened because I was like, "Yay!" Yeah, because <laughs> I was thinking, like, this what? is like if Alice and I suddenly started jumping on a bed as like adults with our adult mind. You know, it's so weird. But what I would what, do. It, but what really bummed me out about it was that that bed there was absolutely nothing to jump on. It was truly just foam that compressed, yeah. but there was no spring to it. So. If anything, you're just like giving yourself some lower back pain or something. But not if you're 10, you know, like anything. You can have back pain if you're 10. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> let's let's take some callers right <laughs> oh now. If anybody's God. 10 years old and you want to call in um, and you just. You know the number. You know the number. It's up on the screen. Uh, it made me, we're getting it a was, call right now cute. from a 10-year-old. Hello? Hello? Hi, are, you're calling into Trex in the City. Do you have, are you 10? Wait, I am? Okay, we're hanging up. Um, that was really disturbing. I don't that know who that crazy, was. That was crazy because it, it was like you you were asking if the kid was 10, but then but then you were telling the kid that they were 10. I, did, I was? I said, are you 10? <laughs> are you 10? And, and then, they said, I am? Like, yeah, it, yeah I know, like that was. Did I make them be 10? I, you might have. <laughs> well, okay, well, <laughs> so we have. It's cute. Look, you know, it's cute that they did a shuttlecraft at the beginning because it's it is like cute. The, it's so tiny. Uh-huh. And then now you're saying that the music was different, which I didn't notice. And I didn't it's know a, like either. everything's cute and tiny versions. Of yeah. Them. And then the plants are tiny versions of them. Yeah. It's, it's like, a minif- miniaturification. I, I really appreciated um, like in the shuttle when they had when they entered the force field and they they each uh, had. <coughs> Each had to make themselves like look like they were being jostled, and they were all doing different things. Like, yeah, Patrick yeah. was like going so, like this, <laughs> and and Ensign Rowe was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm riding a bull. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> somebody's on a stage, <laughs> and they're I'm like, whoa, whoa, This person has never been to space. <laughs> Uh, 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 so annoying everybody's just like right um so (laughs) our next scene i did pull a clip with uh, picard so that we could see him 
act act as a kid, but it isn't when he and um his, it, it it's isn't funny his British accent changed. Maybe it's like from I a thought it was pretty spot on. France. Oh, but we'll that's okay. We'll judge in this next clip. It's the Wait. entrance for. Mm. Before we show this, yeah. this is the only other person that's played Captain Picard ever. Wow. No? Because there's no other. That's a good point. And is that kid still acting? Do we know? <gasps> Let's find out. He was good, I thought. Maybe. Yeah, who's. Mr. Worf, prepare to launch a class board probe to study the energy field. Everyone is like, nope. I realize how unusual this <laughs> must seem. My appearance is a result of an accident involving myself and three other crew members, the effects of which Dr. Crusher is currently working to remedy. I assure you I am Captain Picard. The probe. Aye, sir. I don't... The music is it's like, data. this is Have cute. Have secured all of the shuttle debris? Almost. It is being stored in Shuttle Bay 2. Sir. Very well. Ensign, as soon as Mr. Data is finished, take us to Lagos at Warp 8. Captain, may I see you privately for a few moments? Why is that Ensign who's in the pilot seat also a kid? <laughs> no Wait, explanation. I, I noticed that. I, that I thought it was like Ro. A, a I very, was like... Yeah, like a... I thought it was Ro too, but it's just a random 15-year-old. Right. <laughs> that's a different story that's it's another a case of something else like story so <laughs> data is weirded out which doesn't really track i feel like once logically data realizes that it's captain picard he's just like okay but right. um but why would why would he go like uh straight to the bridge yeah and without so like i don't know it could have been fixed by being like here's an announcement yeah. guys here's they an announcement guys <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, everybody, here's an announcement, here? guys. Look over here. I'm gonna. Okay. It's like I'd like to make an announcement. Oh, uh, sorry, I didn't start that officially. I'm out of sorts. Everybody, here's an announcement, guys. <laughs> it's funny the to official start with everybody protocol. and end with guys. <laughs> Everything on the ship. Everybody, brace for impact, guys. <laughs> Everybody evacuate ship, guys. <laughs> it's so good. It's fun. Why is it so funny? I don't know why. It's just very funny. Everybody energize, guys. It's just like, um, <laughs> like your brain is like, wait, there is a, uh, yeah. So he's, he he just goes straight for the bridge. Everybody's weirded out by it. Yeah, you'd think he would make some sort of maybe a uh, Dr. Crusher could make an announcement or something to the effect of like, listen, this is, you know, yeah, or he could get, make like, go straight to from turn being turned into a child straight to the bridge. Like <laughs> there's got to be a transition. He is, <laughs> though. Picard does sort of have the tendency to be in denial about yeah. his own his own health circumstances quite frequently. So I think it tracks a little bit for him. What doesn't track to me as much is Keiko <laughs> <laughs> returning to her quarters with O'Brien oh, and then just immediately so trying to fuck. It's like, so weird. At least O'Brien was the weird. voice of reason. O'Brien was like, wait, 
I love no. that, though, that <laughs> plays look- Keiko because she just sounds exactly like Keiko, who is so like naggy and <laughs> annoying. So it's like very, she's, she kind of does have the personality of a 10 year old playing an adult already. Oh, wow. Okay. I feel like in I normal episodes, like in the beginning when she's like, I didn't know you were into plant biology. Like, she's just like, oh, she's just like mature and bland. Mature and bland. Yeah. Like she's totally who your, your fun dude friend marries when you're like, oh, well, I guess that friendship's over. Cause I'm not (laughs) doing that. Um, That scene was so strange. I wonder why it was necessary to have that scene. You know what I mean? Like, yep. because of course, of mm. of course, them being children, they're not going to, he's like, it's going to be, I don't understand. Like, uh, like, we know that we don't need to see him, right. like, resist the urge. I needed to, kiss to see her. it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I was, I need, I was thirsty for it. As soon as I saw Keiko, like, I was like, what's going to happen? I like, don't remember where we're going with this, but I, the, I'm. <laughs> The moment oh. Brian is like in the corner of the couch, sitting like this, looking at her, I was like, yeah. "Let's see it. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> let's face it. <laughs> let's face this." Well, I guess there's a reason why Keiko was uh, casted. Why? What's? What were you saying seven times, Alice? Um, it it would only really need to be seen if the opposite were true with O'Brien. Like if you really wanted to, like if get he was like, with his all wife. right, right, like, then we would have some information. Then we so would funny. have yes, new information, and it would it, it would be weird. Oh, it's driving me crazy. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you look so but, hot now. But you, the maturity of a grown woman, but the, the body of a child. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Um, maybe a scene in which she tries to explain to her daughter like what's going on and she, the daughter doesn't get it like that might work kind of to be sure. like oh this is Keiko's situation but it's so pointless otherwise um, it's so hard to explain to a child like that this is me she was just like as soon as the, the baby was like I want mommy she was like bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, she was not like well I'm your mommy I'm mommy yeah, yeah. I'm mommy I know she was I just like, yeah. you know what? She just got she it just left. Bye. <laughs> she just done. Okay. She was like, bye. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to start. I don't want to. Yeah, she didn't even like what, like what a terrible mom. Like, if if you were really in that position, you'd be like, I know you want mommy, and I look different than mommy right now, but I do like. I, I I do love you and I do care about you. Okay. I'd like, creeped out. I'd you know, be like, like, get out of my room. It doesn't matter that I don't look like your mommy. Like, the point is, I care and love about you. I care and love about I you. I love about you so much. I love about you with my whole heart. I do about you a thousand times yes about you. I cherish and care about you. Oh, that does work. Um, <laughs> that one works. Oh, well. Um, <clears throat> So uh, maybe, Brett, if you're um, not super busy right now, could you Google the guy who plays Captain Picard in this episode? Because w- I want to see if he's hot now. Wait. Thanks. Um, Thanks. You, you, <laughs> you get it. Well, Did you have a clip of Troy explaining to the captain what he could do now that he's a child again? No. No, I don't have that clip. And let's let's find it because that's a really good. I'll find it on my um, I have a like a tricorder here. Wow. Uh, 
I will find it because that, that was a clip I was wishing I had because the strange thing about this episode, and this is why I really think they shit the bed is because like this episode could just be about this experience and how some people decided to stay kids. Like what if you had people like, right. You know, not captain Picard, obviously, because the show would go on or maybe he was conflicted about it. Like, Maybe there's an ensign or something that's like, actually, I like, I'm not happy with my life. I want to do it over. Like, an I don't have any, is you the know, one, the, the one who had a traumatic childhood. Um, yeah. And ensign that, Rowe. yeah, ensign that's Rowe. Ensign Rowe. Like, maybe she could decide to live her life over again as yeah. a child. It sort of seemed like it was going that direction at the at the end. It did. They did. <laughs> The very end of the episode, there's a scene with Ensign Rowe and Guinan, and she's like, well, I guess it's time to me be an adult again. And Guinan's like, sure, maybe we can play a really boring board game first. And she's like, I'm down. But but Guinan is an adult, so it's strange. Because Guinan's an adult, but Ensign Rowe is still a child. And Guinan's like, now hold on. Don't be so quick to be an adult again. It's such a mess, this episode. Like, it's like they clearly, like, lost the kid. Like, the kid couldn't come to set anymore because you know how, how difficult it is to get kids' schedules when they're acting. Like, you have to constantly work. Or I knew, well. Wait, let me see. Yeah, he was in. Oh, wow. No, I, I'm going to say no on the hot scale. But <laughs> So David Tristan Birkin. I don't like him. He looks like a, um, yeah. Oh, Mary (laughs) subtly agreeing. (laughs) Wait, is he in another episode? He's handsome. He must play. Oh, he play. He must play Picard's nephew or something. Ooh, let's see. All he could, all Brett can really do is click around. (laughs) And what is this Alcatron? The, what is that? What does that say? Alcatron. The free social encyclopedia. See, 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 that's a uh, sobrino, <laughs> the nephew. Sorry. Uh-huh. The sobrino. Just sobrino, the teenage witch. El sobrino. <laughs> you like that? Yes. Because <laughs> also, like, sobrino, sobrino is like, she lives with her aunts, so that's what it is. It works at two, in two. It works on two levels. Yeah, it's great. Dos niveles. <laughs> so, um, Brett, it's fourteen twenty. Is the scene with um, with um, adult Troy and child Picard. Uh, adult where Troy David Tristan. I already forgot his name. <laughs> How, uh, it's in the second act. I never yeah. forget a Tristan, but I did forget his. Oh, Atkinson. For it's no progress on a cure for the members of the shuttle crew. Finally, hair. Ugh. Yeah, he's it's luxurious put, running his hair fingers too. through that. Yeah, it's good. It's good, good hair. one. Good hair. He tries to put on a jacket to oh. make his shoulders bigger. Oh, sad. I, I, it's so funny that those clothes they were wearing shrunk. I know. Oh, I yeah, think what they did was weird. they got uniforms for everybody else. So cute. Like they just replicated I them. It's not hard. Doing. Well, I'll have to speak to my tailor, but otherwise, I'm well. Thank you. Who is this That's character? So Who's this woman? I can't De- take Troy. Like this. Counselor, if Dr. Crusher can't find a cure, if I have to stay this way, 
Nobody's going to take me seriously, are they? I would say the people that know you and have worked with you will be able to make the adjustment eventually. But there are some people who would find it difficult to accept a 12-year-old captain. In that case, I suppose I'll just have to wait until I grow up again before I get another command, which might be in 10, maybe 15 years. The question is, what to do until then? You're still a Starfleet captain. I'm sure there are other assignments you could be given in the interim. I've spent 30 years of my life aboard starships. I'm not about to sit behind a desk now. You could return to the academy. Take another degree. Brush up on your Latin. And be Wesley Crush's roommate. Honestly, I'd, I'd watch that show. <laughs> the college Huge. Years. Admit that returning to the Freaky academy Friday, does have a Picard certain and Wesley, appeal. Yes. So funny. But I spent my life looking forward. Going to the academy again feels like looking backward. Mm-hmm. Then perhaps you could spend the time exploring other interests. Yeah. Very so empathetic. It's exactly right, yeah. Archaeology, for instance. I love the Can we just be quiet on set, yeah. please? Permanently, <laughs> just a sabbatical. You could spend a few years crawling yeah. in caves and digging up artifacts and still have enough time to become the youngest admiral in Starfleet history. We're not doing that scene anymore. It would give me a chance to take up Dr. Langford's offer and accompany her to the ruins on Sufin 4. Really? But to leave the Enterprise... <laughs> in a way, you're very lucky. You might have a chance to do what most people can only yeah. dream about. Exactly. <laughs> Shh. Sorry. Everyone just touches that ancient <laughs> artifact. Like, childhood. that's... I know, you, I would, have, you would use a, a pincers. In the party, yeah, they're just handing them out for people to pincers. hold. You would use a pincers. For sure. This is Captain you would use a space words. archaeological pincers. Yeah, so she points something out that I think it's really important to this storyline that, that doesn't really make it into much of the rest of the storyline because this stupid Ferengi come on board. <clears throat> that it's actually kind of a cool situation. You have all the knowledge of I know. Yeah, your, that's what I want. Like, but you have the body of a of a sexy hot 12-year-old. Oh, careful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, you know, and, and, and Beverly Crusher finds out you're just going to grow up again. It's like kind of the greatest. I mean, I would be, I wouldn't, I'm, it would be lying. It would be lying. It would be lying. And then like, and then your, your age range, like, uh, your A train, your A train, your C train <laughs> for your, for your, like when you're dating, you're going to be able to date like same age people, but you're. You're literally yeah, I mean, that would an be old tough. person. Yeah, that, that would be that tough. That would be tough. I guess it it is a fun idea to though to dating. think of like, oh, if I had known then what I know now, if I could take the lessons from that I've gained from adolescence and my adulthood so far and apply it to myself as a child, what would I do? Um Right. Invincible. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you fart? It was you, right? It's my I thought dog. it was Mary. She wants to I know, it's your dog. <laughs> She's no kidding about going outside. She's like, cool, 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 cool. I have an idea. Yo, that's how it's fart. I feel like I'm... You'd have to go to the I hospital. I'm so sick. A literal <laughs> scream, like a like a, a 
tiny little screen. It'd be startling for you, for you yourself. It would be startling. Oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> I'm saying I would be lying if, if, if I wouldn't be at least a little conflicted about yeah. whether or not to change back into my adult self. Yeah. Like I probably would eventually decide to become an adult again because, you know, if, especially if I'm already in the position to have a job where I'm captain of a ship or something, or if I have a child who doesn't recognize me, you know, like, but for Ensign Rowe and Guinan, it's like, who cares? Guinan would make an amazing child bartender. She would be like, I love this shit. Also, (laughs) Guinan is like, you know, Guinan said her dad is like 700. So I think she's like maybe four or 300 years old. She's like, honestly, par for the course. What's another 25 years? That's crazy. Yeah. So she just gets like a, a, refreshed body why also she she would probably grow up much slower what would like, you so do for her you... it's another 400 years as opposed to another 20 you know yeah yeah Oof. unlike picard um picard has so much time to study all the things he wants i think that's that would be me i'd be like i can study seven things i can travel the world right yeah i mean he's such a curious person that i think he would mm-hmm. want to do that yeah. but what would you do if you suddenly had your 12-year-old body? I would do gymnastics, and I would really commit this time. Because I was in gymnastics, and I never got past level one, because I, I really wasn't good. But, uh, I would probably, yeah, I, I think that's the same for me, Like, because that's the one thing you get to do. Wow, like, amazing. I would dedicate my myself to becoming the first female Major League Baseball player. Nice. That's, that's what I would do. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I was thinking of uh, take, like doing a sprint real quick just to see like yeah just one just sprint. one sprint one quick sprint that's all you need <laughs> and then you'd be done all right see, what, see where it gets me yeah, let me have my tits back um, but uh, but like think about how flexible you could be like you could like you could really mm-hmm. sort of like train your muscles to like be whatever you yeah. want to be and when you're I a little so kid you really don't 12. were you you really yeah, I was in gymnastics and I did so many things, but I never learned to do like the big flips and stuff. Right. It, they scared me. So when you said gymnastics, I was like, <gasps> exactly. Genius. <laughs> when you're a little kid, you don't really have the patience to dedicate yourself to a sport like that. Yeah. As much as, which is why so often I think people quit, but like, also it's like the when, you, when you have an adult the brain, it's bad. Yeah. When you have an adult brain, you're like, yeah. Let I'll just need to show up for this. I need to do also it. another part of this is like why if they've discovered that this happens with this energy field and they can replicate it to make it do the reverse, aren't there people aboard the ship that are like, hold up, can I be 25? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there every year for my birthday. I'd be like, exactly. Just- yeah, I know. Back one more year. Exactly. They really didn't deal with that at all. I'm They're sorry, like, well, my dog is chewing gl- on pillows. Okay. No problem. Can we see? No. Yeah. Make the camera go down so that. <laughs> Are you guys put- kind of neighbors? Are you kind of na- neighbors? Are we kind of neighbors? Are we kind of neighbors? No I reaction. Don't care. I don't care about <laughs> where you live. Um, oh my God. Wait, are you in the same apartment or? Yeah. Yeah, just that fan. Like I've had that fantasy so much. I guess that's why I like that episode uh, of being like, oh, if I was this fox that I am right now, but 
<laughs> I can do f- like 15 again. What? Uh, I looked, uh, so I was I enjoyed rough it. at that age. I, I feel like up to 12, I was okay. From 12 to 35, right. rough. <laughs> rough right. stuff. Trying to figure it out. Rough. Like I was not. Well, that's the part that was hard, right? Is that, that yeah. you didn't know anything. Right. Also, if you're a kid, you're like, well, if it's right now, I'd be like, who's going to support me? Like, no one's going to rent me an apartment. <laughs> it's, it'd be very annoying. Yeah, that's mm. true. So it has to well, be like 21. It's true. Like my parents, I'd be like, so I'm going to go back to baseball school. And they'd be like, who's going to pay for it? Well, I guess you'd still have all your money from now if you have any savings. Also, you'd be like a comedic actor with the abilities of a... 30 whatever year old in a child's body like that you make it in Hollywood in no time you'd be fighting for your contracts and your tiny body fighting for your contracts (laughs) it's been like I don't want that clause and everyone's like well I don't want that clause I don't want Santa I don't want Mrs. I don't want that that clause (laughs) keep the Chris keep the Christmas clause out of my contract I know, tis the season, but I say bah humbug. Everybody, tis the season, guys. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. What are you munching on? What is that? Yeah, what are you eating? That looks looks good. Nut butter, nut butter. That's what I say when it's time to end my fast. That um, is perfect. Um, so what happens afterwards? So apparently. Well, the next clip I have pulled. And I'll tell you right away that it's not is it's later on when the Ferengi have aborted the ship. There's a so we have to kind of catch everybody up. So um, I Brent's did pull the Keiko and O'Brien scene, but it's, yes, let's do it. You want to do it? OK, 1128. I just want to see when 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 he's like, you're a girl. <laughs> It's a good girl. It's a good question that they that they. It's a little little nugget of like a nugget, just like a of of thought. Mm-hmm. Like what if this, would happen this is, yeah. if this happened and you're married? Yeah. What would happen if this happened? What would happen if this happened? I don't know. I could use a cup of coffee. How about you? I'll get it. Right, I would still be touching him like he's my my guy. (laughs) Double sweet. I know. I know. Double sweet. (laughs) So mad. (laughs) Like no empathy for the position he's in at all. Like careful, that's hot. Miles. Miles, I know. Okay, (laughs) I've touched coffee before. (laughs) Also, drinking coffee with that little body. You get well. Ah, Forget it. <laughs> I was uh, honoring Mary. What's wrong? It's it's. I don't know, but this feels wrong somehow. Miles yeah. Edward O'Brien, I am still your wife. Well, technically, yes. Technically. No, I'm. I mean, of course, you're my wife. You're also 10 years old. Beverly said it's actually closer to 12. Now, that's not the point. So what is the point? Is our marriage over? I didn't say that. (laughs) But 
Well, until they find a way to reverse this, this effect, it's hard for me to ignore the fact that you're a little girl. A little girl. What if they can't find a way? What if I'm like this for the rest of my life? What does Divorce. that mean for us? For our family? Mommy? Mommy? <laughs> that sounds like the baby from dinosaurs. Mommy, <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> that's good. What's wrong, sweetheart? Mommy. I want mommy to read Oh my God, that's a cute child. Get out of here. All right. What story would you like to hear? It just says all right. I know. I you bitch. Mommy. I love money. She yeah, and it doesn't even attempt to. What if Daddy reads your story tonight? Will that be okay? I'll be right back. Okay, stop. I would say she didn't retain her maturity as an adult. I know. That was such an immature response. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't think that she had that maturity to begin with, though. If you try, if you like watch Keiko in any other interaction, she's really not that mature of a person. It's a really underwritten they could character. Have done more. Yeah, like, they could have done more with that character. Yeah, she's really bad. She's like, oh, I don't want to give birth. It's just guys. <laughs> I'm a baby. All, they're yeah. all just, it's just like all these writers being lost about mm -hmm. the role like, of wife. Well, maybe she would handle it differently. She'd go up to the bedside and explain to her daughter and the writers are like, she's a woman. It's a wife. That's like, what okay, it is. It's boring. Whatever. It's yeah. like she's at home and it's bland. It's crazy. <laughs> They're like, my wife wouldn't. I'm like, okay. Well. <laughs> but he's like, uh, she's like, what, what happens if I can't reverse that? What happens with our marriage? And I'm like, bye. I yeah. Need to also, why is she? Then why I can't is it have sex fully with someone on... else? Sorry, but I got to go. It's, it shouldn't be fully on him to decide. Right, like, right. what's going to happen with our marriage? Tell me now. Well, and also A, number one, we don't know that yet. Give me time. There was no conversation at all. It, it just went from, let me get a coffee. I know how you like it. I'm going to lean on your shoulder. You'll get uncomfortable. And then I'm going to yell at you. Is our marriage over? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's... You think it's immature or they're all having a freak out that never got acknowledged. Like the, it's 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 this so isn't ridiculous. For like three three episodes. Cause I know. Be like, let me see the psychological effects first. You know, like the the treatment of not accepting it. I, I could watch I, I know if they if they treated this properly, you could watch an entire episode just of this and and instead they couldn't, so they just bring the Ferengi on board which is Let's so frustrating. That, yeah. I hate the Ferengi so much, Ma mainly because it's an entire society that they've developed that has no moral compass, except for that they like money and they're really stupid. Right, they are very stupid. <laughs> so they're like, so it's so embarrassing as a it's culture. So embarrassing. Yeah. It, every time they do anything, you're just like, oh my God, like they're just like so um, obsessed with profit and stuff and like making a buck that they step on their own dicks all the time. It's just like, <laughs> it's ridiculous that they were able to commandeer two Klingon vessels in the first place. Right. Like how did that even happen when they clearly get tricked immediately when they get, when they get on board the ship, like they can't even. <laughs> okay. So there's a, they put all the kids on board the ship. They decide to beam down all the adults to the planet Wait, for some the, reason. I was going to say about the Ferengis that they get a little better personality in DS9. I know. That's what the, I, the, yeah. one of the serious regulars is a Ferengi. So they had no choice, oh, but to like, okay. 
So the, the 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 world develops a little better, but these like TNG ones are like it's, yeah, <laughs> they're so fucking dumb. Early on so in this in the TNG in season one, we get the first appearance of Ferengi, and they're so underdeveloped at that point that they're just basically like apes. They just like ah, like they're just like running like hunched over all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they barely speak. They're they're monosyllabic, um, so they developed slightly, but. So um, they put all the adults on the planet for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then for like the weirdest part is that they keep the kids on board. Like why they do that. They like doesn't make any sense. They they didn't even have to take the adults out. They could have cut that line and make everything just like whatever. So why keep the kids unless they wanted something. Right. They had had a line that was like, well, we keep the kids to. Because they'll be good workers or something. A bargaining, a bargaining chip, chip or yeah. yeah. Yeah, or we sell them. <laughs> I would imagine that they would sell kids yeah. if they, whatever it is, they just probably try to sell it. Um, so 27, the next clip. They do the, it here on Earth. Is the kid. They do. That's true. That's a good point. Shout out to child trafficking. No, Alice. Um, oh, is that not? <laughs> no, we're not shouting out. <laughs> the to way that. to say it? Yeah, that's not the way to oh, okay. say it. Okay, it's the wrong way to say it. It's, All right, well, yeah, ho- yeah. holler, holler no. for a no. child. Tra- mm. Okay, big ups to no. my child traffickers. Is that not big not ups. a big up? Small ups, small ups. <laughs> None, no insignificant ups. ups. Oh, how about big downs? Okay, big downs, big downs. That okay, makes me see. sound like I'm down with it. Okay, go ahead. We need to regain control of the ship. All these little outfits Options? of the kids. So cute. We could flood the ship with anesthesine gas. No, that's been locked out with the rest of the command functions. If they're typical Ferengi, they're probably very pleased with themselves by now. Maybe even getting a little overconfident. Agreed. They might think they don't need as much of their crew to hold the ship. We could use the elements of surprise to give us a tactical advantage. Tactical advantage? Jean-Luc, look at your team for a minute. We're children. We can't just stay here while our ship is being commandeered. I'm not suggesting that we do, but we can't act as if we were still adults. What do you suggest we do? We look like children. Maybe it's time we started acting like children. Okay. Look at his normal, like, shoe soles. (laughs) They're just regular for Earth, like, regular pavement. (laughs) So, um... D- Guinan makes a suggestion that makes no sense. Right. And it's not explained at all. It's like, well, we look like children. Let's start acting like children. And then, and, but then what they proceed to do is very adult. Like, I, I, I didn't yeah. solve anything by acting like children. I mean, I guess they like played tag or whatever, or like, you know, used being kid to like trick yeah, people into yeah. thinking they're kids but that's still not a kid thing right. <laughs> you're just a kid in, like around like i i wish that they'd let that scene play out a little bit more so john luke could be like no <laughs> <laughs> so they just or uh, so john luke can be doing. like say what you're saying yeah or like what are you how would saying? that be good <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Or we could not do that and then cut away. 
Because, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's a really bad idea. I love that that he's like an independent Ferengi. It's just like a little cool extra little detail. Yeah, that the Ferengi in this case have defected from the rest of the right. Ferengi to be even to be like more badass Ferengi, but also failed criminals, of course, um, because essentially Ferengi do better when they all they do is a, are trying to sell things that they come upon legally. Um, so. The next scene I pulled is the scene where actually Jean-Luc does use his um, childlike uh, appearance to convince a Ferengi to let him go see his daddy. Let's see. Let's see it. Daddy. My daddy. <laughs> Which I thought Veronica Here's was like Riker being daddy. Now be quiet. What is going on? Dad. Stop. <laughs> And so they He's have the a son little, of the captain. Little hangout. So, son, how are you? I'm okay. Well, n- not great. And how are your friends, Keiko and Guinan and Ro? They're okay too. But what's wrong? Well, we don't have anything to do. None of the games are working. I know the Ferengi made Daddy turn off the main computer. Well, can't you just turn on the kids' <laughs> computer? In schoolroom eight. I just want to play a few games. It's also so funny that he Jean-Luc, refers to himself ask. in the third person as daddy, even one. though his son is like 14. <laughs> He's my number one dad. What? Nope. No. No. Nope. Just okay. hugging each other, looking at the Ferengi. How did it go? Did Commander Riker get the message? He understood. We should have access very soon. Okay. Yeah, I think the cool through, the, a through line I would like is if Riker didn't want to stop referring to himself as daddy. <laughs> <laughs> He could really use that to make fun of Picard for like the rest of the series. <laughs> yeah. Well, daddy thinks, oh, sorry, I can't get that out of my head. I'm your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> but like this scene. Or like right before he leaves, he's like, right, daddy? <laughs> the rest of the the rest of the episode is just them like fucking figuring out how to like over or outsmart the Ferengi, which is so not like has nothing to do with them being kids. Right. Like it's just them. Like, yeah, they get to hide in the guise of children, but like that isn't that philosophically speaking, that doesn't have anything to do with the conundrum that they're facing right. of like facing the rest of their lives as little 12 year olds rematuring physically again. So it just, I don't know. It's like, I and also the fact that like the, the furring gear are so poorly written and <laughs> That that Riker is able to outsmart them by just speaking techno babble. Right. (laughs) Like they convince Riker, they convince Riker because he's acting captain to give them command of the ship because otherwise, I don't know. They're going to execute the. They're going to execute. Right. They're going to execute all the kids. And Riker's like, oh no, my child. So they decide to give them command of the ship. But in doing so, they also restore command functions so that. 
Captain Picard can take over from the kid's computer. Fuck, I wish I'd pulled that clip of the kid's computer because this keeps asking if he, want, if he wants to play a game. And, and, and ask him like, if he wants to. If, if he's, he's like, this is the interior of the Starship Enterprise. Can you spell <laughs> Enterprise? He's E-N-T-E-R. so mad. Uh, that's at 30, like, 30.21. If you want to pull also, that one up, I really, I, I do really like that scene. That's a good one. The car that hits his leg and he's like, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> the, fuck? <laughs> the kids are like, oh, we're just playing. <laughs> yeah, they're all hanging out with the regular kids. He's so... Would you like to play a game? No, I would not. Computer display and internal schematic <laughs> diagram. No, I would not. I'm sorry, but I can't do that. Would you like to see some interesting plants or animals? Yeah. It's a child's computer, remember? Computer, Stay in a child's can you show place. me a picture of the inside of the Enterprise? Yes, I can. The Enterprise is a galaxy-class star. Why is there a fish on the screen for a second? Enterprise. E-N-T-E. <laughs> Delete audio. Delete? Right, <laughs> yeah. It's over We're for here. everyone. It's over for everyone. There's a service conduit that runs to here and then leads to a Jeffrey's tube here. But you and Anthony will still have to cross this corridor before you can get to main engineering. Mm-hmm. He's always in the tubes and he's like, you better get out of here. I'm Jeffrey. These are my tubes. <laughs> you cannot be in my tubes without my permission, guys. Everybody. Jeffrey, may we enter? Excellent. Uh, y- yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Also, remember they, to ask in Jeffrey those hallways. If, if it's okay if we're in the tubes. No. 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 <laughs> okay. You don't like that bit? No, you're free. You're free to just go in. <laughs> the Those tubes, those pipes, the engineering, mm. where they go cr- climb into. Yeah. I just noticed, like, they always, they of course, they always look the same, but their floor design is like it hurts I know. the knees. I think the about most. that so much. And I'm always it like must be for... they build it the size of people crawling in there, but so that they destroy their knees. Yeah, I like someone built They that. should put like little knee pads inside the Jeffrey tube. Like for this people to you, you can put them like, on yeah. and you spray them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> you you, you, you disinfect. Yeah, you disinfect them because people's <laughs> knees are the dirtiest part. It's true. It's true. You don't want to know where my knees have been. No, my knees. Oh, my God. Do not. Let me just put it this me way. Too. Don't let my knee anywhere near your eye. Let's just. Especially not that. with this virus. Especially not. Don't. I, you know, get my mom whenever I'm like, it's flu season. My mom's always like, get your knees away from your face. I can't. I just can't stop picking my nose with my knees. Um, <laughs> that, uh, fuck, I, for, I lost, I lost the thread. I lost time again. Whoa. Wait, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Wait, we were talking about the, the knee pads. No, I know. The, I know that was tubes. one second ago. It's the knee pads that threw me off. Oh, right. The Jeffrey's tube. I think the, the grates are to give it to like so that um it doesn't get overheated maybe or something and because it's like they're inside the computer i don't know that's my that's my in that's my in-universe explanation for that but yeah it would hurt your knees <laughs> and people are constantly climbing oh yeah around definitely vent- ventilation um yes ventilation right? exactly they just did like holes that are uh round like this and all around the floor and then they they met the, like the way they opened the hole was like towards up towards where you put your knees it just looks 
rough. Like you have a different schematic design you're, for the ventilation like, floors? What are you talking about? I'll just, no, no, it's okay. Let's let it, <laughs> let's let it pass because I need to show you a photo and right, it's like visual. Right. So basically they build it to hurt you. Okay. <laughs> so much of a patriarchy, right? So um, the next scene is when Riker, so this is Riker's move. He's like explaining. And I think this scene is funny because Riker is clearly reading all of the technobabble. And he's not really, he definitely has never seen it before. <laughs> so he's not doing a very good job, <laughs> but he's like, but the, um, the Ferengi is, is convinced. Okay, Morta. Morta. The Enterprise <laughs> computer system that? is controlled by three primary oh, that's main Morta. cores, cross-linked with redundant Melacort's Ramistat, 14 kiloquad interface modules. The core element is based on an FTL nanoprocessor with 25 bilateral kilolactrals, with 20 of those being slaved into the primary Heisenfram terminal. Now, you do know what a bilateral kilolactral is. Well, of course I do, human. I am not stupid. <laughs> no, of course not. This is the isopalavial interface which controls the main ferromantle drive unit. Don't touch that. You'll blow up the entire ferromantle drive. It's got blue nail polish on. What, wait, uh, what is a, a, a ferromantle drive? He's oh, still just reading. explain it to me. That is the ferromantle drive unit. It controls the Ramistat core and keeps the Ontarian manifold Zoom in on the 40,000 KRGs. The ferromatic drive is powered... That's how I text when I'm talking to someone. <laughs> Command lockout has been I'm released. Just like... Accessing transporter. Perfect. Weapons deactivation program is in place. Transporter security force field standing by. We're ready. Alexander is so pumped right now to be able to, like, hang out for this. The fuck? <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, maybe they use the Roomba to isolate. Roomba. <laughs> like, because what they need to get them, they're, they're like, <laughs> they need to be able to, like, touch something yes. to the Ferengi's bodies to be yes. able to lock onto their, um, their, like, signatures or whatever. So I guess they use the Roomba to do that. Yeah, they use the Roomba to do that. And then it also does a great job of keeping the floors clean. It does. And it also is really something that for some reason the Ferengis are really distracted by it. And they like to look at the little tiny city inside. I love, I love how that like that Roomba thing looks. It's just like they try to make like the galactic 200 years in the future version of like a car. Yeah. Of like mm -hmm. of those remote control you know, car. Yeah. So it's like a remote control space car. But it's car. exactly the same. Yeah. It's still a remote control and the car is so ugly. It's just like gigantic <laughs> oval thing. And it just yeah. goes around in a long it just, circle. Like It, it just goes around. Like it doesn't cool. even, what does it do? Like it should have some sort of like capacity to, to like project a hologram or something. Or something. <laughs> right. Like a drone now is co way cooler. Oh, a drone now is so that thing. Cool, A sure. drone now. <laughs> Oh, I love it. it. Drone now. The drone now. <laughs> and that thing, th that thing is just like uh, poor kids. Like, yeah. frankly, it was like you, you guys are getting like ancient technology. Here you go. Yeah, there's no budget for this. Do you want to see some interesting cool pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 2024. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. 
It's funded by the government. I think I'm going to go on the holodeck where you can make any experience reality. Um, I'm, I'm good on seeing pictures. <laughs> so <laughs> shitty. Uh, and that's pretty much it. They figure out how to take over the rest of the ship and then they're okay. So I feel like that's the reason that this is one of the lowest rated episodes um, is what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah, for season six, it's pretty bad, but it's probably, it's one of the more memorable episodes because people remember how bad it is, but also how adorable it is that there's a kid version of all. Of all. It's really cute. It is really cute. The showrunner is like, um, he still cringes when he thinks of that episode because he's like, why do, why did the Ferengi capture them with two broken down birds of prey? Like, this is a flagship of... A military thing. <laughs> yeah, how did they do that? They did it so quickly, I and it was know. kind of because Riker was inept. Like he just d reacted really slowly. Like in the scene when Daddy did a bad job. Da Daddy wasn't so Daddy wasn't so good at doing a spanky. Like when <laughs> when when they in initially like uncloaked. Riker just kept going like reports reports like he kept asking the rest of the ship for like how many casualties they were and they were like yeah there's like 27 people dead <laughs> like okay maybe stop asking for reports and do something real quick and he didn't and so they just took over the ship which I feel like he would be probably reprimanded for but they never talk they never talk about it and they never talk about the 27 people who died <laughs> no no because doesn't he say that he like gives a, a total head count of everybody on the ship and he says it's like a little over a thousand people or something? Yeah. We only ever see 10 of those people. True. Yeah. Where is everyone else and what do they do? They're in stellar cartography or in the terrariums or um, in 10 forward. There's a bunch of places on the ship. There's like there's like 20 decks. It's like a cruise ship. That's what I always think about it. It's like that's how big the it's like a carnival cruise that they're on. So some of them are in the casino. <laughs> um, have you ever gone on a cruise? Yes. You have? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh my God. What do you mean? Oh yeah. Where to? Oh yeah. Um, I was, a, I was a passenger on one that went up the inner passage in Alaska. And then I Ooh. did for two weeks, I performed, uh, we did improv on a cruise ship. Oh, and of it course. was that same route, coincidentally enough. So, uh, so I've only been on a cruise ship that goes up. Is that Alaska? And how how's that how's that trail? How's that? Track? It's beautiful. Oh my is gosh, it nice? it's so beautiful. And what was the ship like? Was it gross? It was fine. It was. Uh, I liked it, but I like gross. That's always been true <laughs> um, about you. I, the... I love that. I love that the food was available all the time. I, it was so, it was really fun. And it was fun also the time I was working on it to be there and not be a paying guest, but still get to enjoy all the amenities like the pool and the, you know, uh, everything. But yeah, that part is it's perfect. really fun. But I will say even at, at two weeks, our contract was supposed to be for longer, but then it got cut short because the the ship broke down. <laughs> um, but 
even for those two weeks, it was kind of crazy making. So I can I can only imagine being on there for like months at a time. Oh my God. You know, and not not being not going home at all. What I mean, what what non-cruise experience is it like the most? And did you have your own room or did you yes. have to share? Oh no, I did have to share. I had to share with one of the other improvisers, but but that was that was fun. We uh we were good roommates, but I'm trying to think of what it would, I would compare it to. I guess I would compare it to, uh, get this right. (laughs) (laughs) It sort of feels like an airplane combined with a casino or something like a cruise ship. Yeah. I went on one when I was 15 by myself. It was quinceañeras. Your quinceañera was on a cruise ship? No, no, I I didn't want to party, so I was like, I want to go on this, and somehow convince them. That's crazy! So that. How long was the cruise? I know it's good. It was like um, ten days. It was around the Caribbean. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, so we stopped it, but it's literally exactly that. It's like a bridge uh, <laughs> game living room mixed with a casino, mixed with like a pool, and that's. In the tiny, tiny Wait, rooms. I'm sorry. Rooms tiny. You went, but you went without any friends. You just went by yourself. Oh okay. no, no. I went. I just didn't. My I wasn't with my family or my. Oh, parents. but you had friends. I I did a quinceañeras group. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was like the girl who everyone liked in the school, the smartest girl mm-hmm. in my school, the coolest girl in my mm-hmm. school, and then me. I was. I did not feature <laughs> that much in my school. That's probably how they talk uh, about was, you. But I convinced them all yeah. somehow. Of course you did. So oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Well, the Caribbean. Yeah, I know. So fun. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's but go. But I guess you're mostly just, you're, you're sort of, the cruise ship is like secondary, or at least it was in Alaska, and maybe it's the same in the Caribbean, where you, the, 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 the experience of being on the ship is like, it's almost like all your needs are met there, but you're really just like taking in the scenery as uh-huh. you're like uh-huh. going through and you, and you get off at, you know, these ports and you shop and uh-huh. do excursions or whatever. So, uh, Oh, I like the, that. The cruise so ship good. is sort of secondary. Yeah, you, it feels like. Yeah. You hit several, like, oh, I like it's like that. a stop track, a stop track. Sure. 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 Yeah. <laughs> the Caribbean one is, is good because of all the islands. I know there's the one in the Key West and the Alaska one was like uh, interesting to me, but the idea of sharing my life with, all the other people in the cruise makes me yeah. feel yeah. upset. And how do they make you share your life? <laughs> <laughs> how did you share your life? And in this room, you're able to share your life. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was tough performing for, for, because uh, we were, it was an experimental sort of yeah. uh, trip where they were having us do long form improv, which is, which is, uh, you know, tough for people to wrap their minds around, especially in a cruise ship environment. <laughs> really? It was not great. It was not great. I remember there was one time we would, they kept trying us, like there were four of us, and they kept putting us in different areas on the cruise ship to like see if that would work. <laughs> um, so one time we were in the, like a deck that they usually is like a nightclub and then mm-hmm. there's observation windows all around. It's a massive room, um, which is not, you know, conducive to 
an improv show. So we're like trying to do improv and there's people like oh, out no. big and room. And then the foghorn would sound, you know, we were right next to where the, the foghorn was and we we're entered a fog bank. And so That's... every few minutes the foghorn would like rattle through the room. And of course, you know, I pretended like it was a fart. <laughs> I kept going, whoa, wee. <laughs> So bad. Were people laughing? Uh, we were, but no one else was. And then another time we were in the middle of doing a show in that same area and someone like people just started getting up and going toward the windows. And uh, we found out later that someone had seen a whale. And so everybody <laughs> got up to go look at the whale. It was rough stuff. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. And then you run into them later in the, in the yeah, buffet. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that was good. Yeah. So are you? And then you have to answer all the questions that cruise people have about what you do. Like, so, oh my God, that would be the worst part for me. Yeah. If people wanted to like ask me about stand up, I would like never You're get out of my room. With the audience. You're trapped with yeah. the audience. In yeah. a- Oof, we thankfully, because there was a group of us, we stuck together and we, we yeah. sort of just hung out with each other. But I, I would imagine if you're a stand up and you're there on your own, it would be, you'd be approached a lot. Oh my God. Approached is the worst thing that oh, can right, happen. Sure. <laughs> I, I hate to be approached. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Why approached? Why do you need I to don't, approach? Don't That's approach. I, I just mace you, you know, I just mace. Um, hey, I just, I just mace. If you approach and that's everything that no, I do, this a big up <laughs> child traffickers. no. <laughs> No. No. no, I'm a rebel and I mace you every time you approach. <laughs> I'm a I'm a bad boy. I don't, I don't like this. I'm gonna give you one more last trivia about this, and then uh, this... I won't give you any more. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's the segment. Um, one more less so... trivia, and then I won't. <laughs> I'll read it. So this is the last episode of this series where Keiko, Miles, and Molly, Molly appear. Oh, so, wow. Because so, after that, he, he moves to TN, uh, DS9, and then he appears briefly in All Good Things in the season finale. Oh, good. Miles. Oh, but, so we, ha- we don't have to worry about but, Keiko ever coming back. She, yeah, she's going to just hop on over to DS9. Okay, she's going to start doing that. So they, they aired DS9 and TNG concurrently? Uh, yeah, there's a little That's bit crazy. of that. What's the um, DS9 stand for? Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Yeah. How, how you feel now that you yeah, know? I feel... I feel fucking high. I feel fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Whoa. Wait, I feel really fucking high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Man, first time I fucking heard about DS9... Dude, I was yeah, rolling. Dude. Oh, dude, I'm I'm still rolling, man. I fucking Whoa. can't. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. <laughs> I was I was watching. So, have you watched Bosch? No. So, no. Garrett, here's what's going on with me. Um, Garrett, my boyfriend, is okay. obsessed with this show Bosch on Amazon. And he's been trying to get me into Bosch for so long, but I never wanted to because every time I watch it, it's a detective show and I love detective shows. Every time I watch it, like everybody just treats Bosch, the central character, as though he's some sort of like um, 
super, I don't know. It's like the really, it's weird writing. People will be like, Bosh, I can't believe you've done it again, Bosh. Like the people say things like that on the show and it's like crazy. And last night he discovered, he found the person who killed his mother and he like went to where that guy is. And it was a surf shop. And and they were like, I'm looking for crazy Dave. And, And they were like, he's not here, man. He died. And he's like, oh no, do you have his picture? And they walk into the interior of the surf shop or whatever. And there's a picture of the guy with like a surfboard (laughs) and Bosch just walks up to it and is like, oh, and he like punches the frame and all the glass falls off. And the guy who showed it to him was like, dude. (laughs) And then Bosch just walks out. And I'm just like imagining the surfer telling his buddies like, yo, it was like fucked up. Like he, I don't know who the guy is. He just and like he just walked. punched the picture. He punched. He didn't, it's an expensive frame. He didn't offer yeah. to pay and for it And then he just like, he like walked out. So rude. Like fucking gnarly, dude. Like, it, <laughs> anyway, Bosch season six is coming to Amazon Prime. So if you guys want to catch up on Bosch. Have you been me, watching Bosch I've been watching time? Bosch. No, I've been. Wa- I watched Star Trek. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, when did you I start? Wa- I when started. The- when I started it last start? week. We've been like going through. We're in season oh. like three now, or season. Yeah, we're we just are getting into season three. Um, and Garrett is so excited. Is it a season? Is it a season season kind of thing, or is it like a one off? No, it is. Thing? It's pretty. It's pretty serialized. They have a, a like each season has kind of an overarching mystery that they're solving episode by episode so it's 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 nice. pretty exciting and a lot of cool stuff happens a lot of the women characters are written really well which I like but like Garrett is just so excited that I like it he just he sits and watches me watch it he just like he'll watch it and then he'll just like <laughs> and then I'll be like stop watching That's me very watching distracting. yeah that is yeah. distracting you guys, um, <laughs> just trying to watch it. This has been really great. What a treat. Yeah, it's been so nice. What a treat. Thank, Thank you, you Mary. for having me again. I love talking to you guys and watching and watching random episodes of this TV show that I don't know anything about. But each episode um, is so standalone. We got to have you in for a, a really like a top notch episode. Like next yeah, week is not good. A, a top notch. Next week is another um, Garbage Pail episode. So we're going to give it to somebody we really don't care about. Don't listen to this episode, the person who's recording that. If you're listening now, stop. We're only going to say nice things about you after this. That's right. Yeah. But tune in no Uh longer. Good. Good. Everybody. Everybody. But but, yeah, that person, whoever it is, we don't care about them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we care about you very much. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? I know you are on social meds and there's pictures of your dog available on your Instagram, which is at. Absolutely right. My Instagram is at Mary Hollandaise. And, and, and do you have anything airing right now that you want to promote or anything like that? That people Um, could maybe look up? Maybe, maybe (laughs) just a little bit of a maybe. Alice, stop. (laughs) I'm just kind Um, of hoping. 
I guess hope. I was on the um, the season finale of Curb Your Enthusiasm. No way. On HBO, if you. Oh, well, I think we're going to have to blurb your enthusiasm here because oh, that's something you're going to want to tune in oh, for. I, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. <laughs> Where are you um, going? You can't go outside. I'm going to nope. head out. Don't do I it. Go. I had to go no. run some errands and go to a party. Um, I, oh, wow. <laughs> I wasn't uh, invited. Oh. oh, that's so weird. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Mary. I, yeah. Um, so I don't think it's really a, a I'm real gonna, party. Go to my party and then. Oh, okay. So, but there will be hundreds of people. Okay. And nope. Yeah. Nobody believes and this is a real party. Gonna, Mary. Everybody comes in. Who by invited licking, you? Licking. Who, who invited their you? Hands and then putting them. On no. The Where is the party? It's Where's in the party? Detroit. It's in Detroit. Who is who invited you? Huh? Do you know what state Detroit is in? What is it? Do you know what state Detroit is in? I can't. So. Um, but thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> um, um, so, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're welcome back anytime. Thank this you. Is, this is a place for you. Oh, I really <laughs> feel it. I feel this totally is pl- at home here. This is because you're at home. Yeah. Oh, that's Makes why. Sense. That's why. Um, if you, uh, if you go to that party, please be careful. Okay. And lick as many. I will put my knees on everyone I see. I don't want to see. I I, I don't <laughs> want to see that, but I do want it to happen. What the fuck? Okay. Um, love you, Mary. Love, love you, you, Veronica. Guys. Love you too. Thank you for Thank being you here. Thank you for having me. Bye. 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 Okay. Bye. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Bye. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> this has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Pew, pew, pew.